Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, everyone. It's Caroline from G-Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G-Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G-Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. Hey everyone, it's Caroline. Welcome to another week of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we tell you what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. Today I am joined by a very exciting guest because... Everyone knows that I talk about my favorite neck cream all the time. Kristen Robinson is the Senior Director of New Product Development at Murad, where she works to direct technology and formulation, creating and cultivating award-winning skincare. Um, Kristen, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. This is like the absolute kind of fun part um, of my role that I only get to do from time to time. So if I get to spread the love and passion for this brand, it's I'm all in and I really appreciate being invited today. I'm I'm thrilled to have you. Um, the the neck cream that I was talking about, I wish I had in front of me, but it's you know what it is. It's like the neck yeah. rejuvenating. Rejuvenating lift for neck and decollete. I we just kind of talked about this a little bit before we went live, but like I'm I'm kind of always wary of like things that are like, oh no, this will do something. You know, I don't, I don't know that I totally believe in a lot of stuff, but also a lot of times placebo effects work on me. So I'm like, oh, whatever. But oh my gosh, like, first of all, I woke up in January, like truly the beginning of 2020. It should have, I should, it should have struck me as an omen. But all of a sudden, these lines on my neck that were not there on December 31st, 2019, were like on parade. And I was so self-conscious about it. Like it was so, I was like, maybe I've never noticed, but then I was like, no, that can't be it. Like I woke up this morning and I noticed it and I, you know, did some research and I bought the, the neck rejuvenate, the neck lift cream from Murad. And I swear to God in like two (laughs) weeks, I was like, I I, I mean, like, I don't even care. Like whatever it is, I want to like sleep next to it at night. Are you responsible for this product? Yes. So I I love that you bring this product up because it's kind of a sleeper. You know, I think most people are not paying attention to their necks. They're just going to their eyes or their face first. So the fact that you bring this area of the the body, um, uh, even the extension, let's say of like our profile or or not a profile, but our, our, you know, what people sort of see when they're speaking with us, our neck skin is drastically thinner than our facial skin. Uh, as well as our decollete as well. So thinner skin um, means there's a, more of an opportunity um, for lines and wrinkles to form. 
Um, it also is an area of our body that doesn't have, especially the neck, sebaceous glands. So sebaceous glands are sort of what kick out sebum and sebum is part of our natural barrier. Yes. You know, people are like, Ooh, oily skin, but sebum plays a very important role. And so you have here, you have this thinner skin, lack of sebum. And so it's incredibly susceptible to showing the signs of aging earlier than other parts of your face, even, um, so the fact that you're paying attention to it now, I love, and you, you know, you may have looked at your neck, like you said, and you see, you know, those vertical lines, um, crepiness that like non-refined texture, it doesn't look smooth. It doesn't, um, seem as, um, just youthful anymore. And then your decollete with exposure to the sun too, and being thinner skin, you're going to see more age spots in that area. Um, so we really have to remember to really treat your neck and your decollete as well. And this product is specifically for that area. Um, and one of the things, I guess it kind of has like three uh, paths to go about it, which is um, just some kind of immediate um, firming or tensing effect that actually gives you um, a visible, a visibly smoother and kind of more taut feeling. So, you know, for you, you may have really been paying attention to your lines and not necessarily feeling as a more mature user might feel like the skin in that area is kind of sagging um, or turkey neck. And so this, these polymers actually help instantly form this kind of film on the skin that give you that nice sensorial and give you that nice um, firmer a feel to the skin. In fact, we did a clinical like a pinch recoil where you kind of pinch the skin and you count how quickly it can go back into place. And it was about 42% improvement in just 15 minutes. And so that's really important segment for um, some people when you're thinking about your neck, if you're feeling like that sagginess um, is kind of a concern. Yeah. It's like the texture too, right? Like if it's just rough and not refined looking, um, this formulation has um, some glycolic acid as well as like a botanical blend um, of a banana and a mango, um, and another tropical fruit that actually work really well to help with, um, keratolytic. It's like a keratolytic effect. So it's going to help slough off and smooth and refine the texture also right away, but with long-term mm -hmm. ability, um, to really help build resilience in the skin and that sort of extracellular matrix, those components in the skin that give, give us kind of skin density, skin resilience, elasticity, all of those things. And then lastly, a few brightening agents in there, like we were talking about susceptibility to um, hyperpigmentation. So some really good soothing anti-inflammatories. And then of course, hydration, which is like Dr. Murad's philosophy overall. So sorry, that was kind of long, but yes. Um, in I started at Murad in 2007. I believe we created this product in 2010. Mm -hmm. and it's still really popular, but I, I do love that you brought up neck because it's such an important area for us to pay attention to. And I just don't think we think of it. I love it so much. And also like, you know, I'm not afraid of aging. Like I don't have like a problem with it. Um, and I'm not, I'm not like, oh my gosh, like anything to look a little younger. Or I think I thought that I was, I thought that that was my mentality. Um, but it's funny, like, you know, I'm, I'm almost 33. So what I've been noticing lately is, you know, Facebook will always be like on this day, you know, 11 years ago or 12 years ago. So I was like squarely in college and it'll show you pictures of yourself. And I'm definitely at the point where I'm like, I don't look like that anymore. Like I <laughs> don't look that young anymore. Like I looked young. You know what I mean? It's like one of those experiences where you're like, 
that's me. That's me. Yeah, that's a picture of me. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you're like, who is that? Like, who is that young 20 year old? Um, so it was I one of those exactly. things. Yeah. So it was one of those things where I was like, I, f- I feel like, okay, I'm noticing, you know, and also I grew up in the age of, of like, let's go to the tanning bed. So I'm paying for that. But like, yeah. Right. And it's, and, and I just feel like I, I don't think I really thought that much about my neck um, until you wake up one day and you look in the mirror and you're, you don't love what you're seeing. And so I really was trying to find like a very quick fix. Absolutely. And actually the other thing that you're saying too, when you mentioned like you woke up and see that you saw, you know, sort of these, these lines or this, this neck that you just didn't recognize anymore, even sleeping, like our pillow lines and gravity taking effect. Like some women will start to see, um, uh, you know, vertical lines in between their chest or sort of where their cleavage is. Um, and that's a, that's like a big benefit that this product will help drive is smoothing out those lines too, or some of those like sleeping sort of wrinkles that form from these just positions that we continue to sort of take as we sleep. Um, that, you know, rare is the person who's sleeping on their back perfectly kind of vampire style, but (laughs) it's funny. it, it takes a toll too. So when I was researching what to do and you know how to fix it, and of course you know it's it was at the point where like I woke up and I was like, how do I fix this by tonight? Like how what like what do I do? Like can I? Okay, it's nine a.m. now. By eleven a.m., could I get the lines off of my neck? Like, and you yeah. know at least it was January, but I was like, wow, I'm more self conscious about this than I thought. Um. And it's funny. So I'm like Googling and it's like, you know, it's like the obviously like, yeah, great advice. But they're like, okay, so you should sleep on your back. And then also with like a silk pillowcase. And like then it was like for your hair. And I was like, okay, I wake up in like 97 different positions. Like the pillow that I (laughs) fell asleep on is all on the floor now. Like half the blankets are off the bed. Like I'm a wild sleeper. So I was like, okay, this isn't going to work for me. And I don't think I can train myself to like like. Wait, like I can't wake up at 32 and then be like, yeah, the, the trick is to, when I'm fully unconscious to now just change everything that I do. So I was like, I'll buy some, like I have to buy something. I have to make something that's better. But there's so many neck creams. There are a ton of neck creams. It's true. What the other thing that I think I love too for especially at 33, because that's still quite young is prevention by virtue of you taking and tackling this kind of issue from, you know, spot on. We start to lose more and more collagen in our skin past year 30 and 35 and 40. And then I'm in that phase where I have to really start thinking about like, oh my gosh, what the heck is menopause? Um, so as early as you, we can get to it, we can sort of hit the rewind. Uh, I'm sorry. We can hit the slow-mo button instead of something becoming so drastic that we have to like hit the rewind. And that, you know, is a much bigger undertaking, you know, yeah. that's, I feel like one of the things with Dr. Mirad too is somehow being a dermatologist in Los Angeles, he never did Botox. He just, it, and it's not like that he has anything against it, but he really believes in this philosophy. And we, in our skincare products, you know, follow this the same way is it's not about a band aid. It's about these long-term solutions and kind of this lifestyle and way of life of self-care, um, taking care of ourselves and really not having to take the drastic measures um, maybe in traditional westernized medicine that they would, you know, you'd go because you're sick. Um, this idea of wellness and really bringing that into skincare, um, which now is everywhere, mm-hmm. is what Dr. Murad was doing 30 years ago when he started, um, started the Murad, you know, 
skincare line. And prior to that was weaving it into his practice as a dermatologist, asking you questions that you never would think a, a dermatologist would want to know. Um, and it really all ties in. So um, I think, you know, neck and decollete, even if you're thinking like, oh, I don't need to worry about it. It is, it's, it should be a staple. It should be something that um, you're weaving into your routine as well. If, yeah. if you about prevention. It literally happened overnight. And I will say no one can see this, but Kristen and I are on Google Hangouts right now. And I can't believe she's talking about menopause because she looks 23. So if you, <laughs> I'm not blowing smoke. I like, I want your skincare routine. I mean, I'm assuming okay. it's all Murad, but I would like to just copy it. You look, oh you look gosh. like squarely, like at like the oldest I would assume you are is 27. Oh, I love you. <laughs> yeah. You know, Truly. I actually... Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I mean, if I, I, I think we're going to be talking about, um, sort of my background and my story and how I became interested in the skincare industry. But for me, I had severely acneic skin. I had, um, cystic acne. Um, I, it sort of started in, um, like seventh grade and it really became my story and it formed and fed this like love obsession. I would say that I have with skincare. And when I couldn't find sort of satisfaction with my face-to-face -face dermatologist appointments, I was getting shots of steroids in, in the larger, um, like the larger cysts. I was taking harsh prescription products. I was using these stinky sulfur concoctions that none of my friends in high school seemed to need. Like everybody around me, I felt, even my brothers included, had beautiful skin and I was just polluted. I wish I could even like, I have a picture of my high school um, uh, it's either like a track meet or something like that. And I just had really red cystic bad acne. And so, you know, I felt like I couldn't use what other people were using. I was just harsh prescriptions, harsh topicals and dealing with it. Right. Just wanting to do whatever I could to make it work. And that it dictated my life, whether or not I had a good day or bad day was based on what my skin looked like when I woke up. And it really wasn't until I discovered the Murad brand. And this was because I saw an infomercial on TV and I just picked up the phone and there was a customer care agent here in Los Angeles where Murad is based and where I'm based now. And they started describing Dr. Murad's philosophies on skincare in general. But when you think about acne and somebody dealing with acne, it's not just topical, which is certainly his approach, but it's emotional. And it's internal. Like, what are you eating? What is your lifestyle like? What is your diet like? You know, vitamins, nutrients, minerals, anti-inflammatories. And here was this dermatologist and pharmacist brand. For me, I was like a skeptic. So it was really important to sort of go to a brand that I felt had some true backing. Mm -hmm. When I used these products, I fell in love. I fell in love with the philosophy first. And then I started using the products. And the years went by. And How I decided- How old were you at the time? Okay. So everything started in seventh grade, but I wasn't, I think I was probably 19 when I discovered the Murad brand. I mean, that's okay. So that's still really young. Really young. It's not like you were and, able to work. Like it's not like two years before you started this job. Like you were like yeah. still a kid. Yeah, exactly. But what those, those experiences did is they formed and fed this desire. And I thought, okay, I'm going to college and I'm going to be a dermatologist because I, I'm obsessed with skin, specifically acne, and I really want to make a difference. And then school came and after four years of undergrad and I, all I did was study and I was in the library constantly. I was like, I'm making this my job. I was completely burnt out and I, I did great, but I was like, I can't imagine 10 more years of this. I can't imagine 
going to medical school, I don't think I can do it. And I left, I left my dream, that, that dream, I sort of let it go. And I just worked for a year in a skin toxicology lab, which was great. It was science led, it was skin, um, but it wasn't related. And on the level, it was on such a microscopic level. And I was more wanting to sort of engage with, with people and understanding their skin concerns. And of course that my background lets me go very microscopic as well. But uh, after a year in a skin tox lab, I was like, okay, now what, this isn't exactly what I want to do. I ended up in healthcare consulting in Washington, DC, still using my Murad products, great company, not my passion. So I just turned my Murad products around in my shower one day, they said Los Angeles. And I was like, that's it. I am moving to LA. I don't know what I'm going to do for this brand, but I am contributing to the success and like the philosophy of this company. They have changed my life. And I just, I want this, you know, to be my role. And that's what happened. I wow. mean, it's crazy sounding, but my, I, I just packed up my Honda Accord, left DC, landed in LA. There were no openings at the time. I showed up at a lecture series that Dr. Mirad was giving with my resume. Like he was so gracious and wonderful. And he introduced me to some people, but there still wasn't anything open. And then a few months later, I was taking <laughs> a temp role at the Discovery Channel doing like ad sales or something. And they were in a hiring freeze. So I was like, perfect. Like they're not going to want to hire me anyway. And this just gives me some money. And meanwhile, everybody was like, Kristen, there are millions of skincare brands in LA. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, it has to be Murad. They changed my life. Like this is what it has to be. And somebody sitting next to me was talking about their skincare and that they use Murad and their neighbor works at Murad. And when they said that, I just turned around, <laughs> poured my heart out. They got me in contact. And it just so happened that the assistant manager of product development at the time was leaving. It was a perfect role for me. Wow. Background, you know, so I got to interview this and, and that's what I've been doing since 2007. I've been working hand in hand in innovation with Dr. Murad. I'm now the senior director of product development. So my role is, you know, curation as you kicked off in the beginning, like curation of the technologies and understanding the skin physiology and what we're going to put in these products that really stick to Dr. Mirad's philosophies that we're not just looking at one singular ingredient and we're not just looking at the targeted skin concern, but we're looking at the health of the skin overall. And so we put together these ingredient technologies and we're very serious about our approach. We clinically test every product. Um, in fact, that's the other part of my role, which is clinical research and clinical strategies. And then, you know, the, this third part is this cool thing that I get to do sometimes, which is like a podcast here and there and describe my story and the products and whatnot, um, sometimes doing like QVC. And so I, I just, I have this dream role. I really do. And it's specific, not only to like skincare, but really this brand and these products that really changed my life. So that is that's really amazing that you like <laughs> that you were like, I'm going to work there. And now you've been working there for 13 years. Yeah. No one works anywhere for 13 years in, in, no, this, that's in this, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like our parents and our grandparents were like, I had one yeah. job and I was there for 75 yeah. years. And I feel like yeah. all of us are like, like when my friends are like, I've been at this job for four years. I'm like, holy shit. Like yeah. four years. Like you've been at a job for 13 years and it's the only job you ever wanted. Yeah. That's it's wild. Really, totally what I wanted. And I really wouldn't settle for anything outside of that. And I have been so I just feel blessed to really like do something that I love. I'm, I'm like super passionate about 
the products that we create and how we go about creating them. We're not just picking up something from the shelf and slapping doctors, you know, name on it. Right. And he is visionary. He is so ahead of, you know, call it trends, I suppose, where things like urbanization and people, you know, living more and more in polluted environments, things like lack of sleep, things like stress. These are all concepts that we tackled. He tackled. I can't even take credit. He was thinking about these uh-huh. at, at the you know origins of his derm practice and then his creation of, by the way, he started the Murad brand when he was 50. Wow. So that's so cool. He just, he doesn't stop. He's just incredible. And so um, these, these concepts, I think at first for a brand, like a skincare brand, any skincare brand to talk about even 10 years ago, 13 years ago, when I started, it was like, just get to the point. Like, what's all that other stuff you're talking about yeah. now? It is more relevant than ever. Now people see that stress science shows stress shows on your skin station mm-hmm. happening here. You know, this idea of cultural, cultural stress and our hectic lifestyles and all of these things and, and the importance of self-care. Um, he was, you know, doing that with his dermatology practice when he started bringing in estheticians and doing facials with his patients. So you wouldn't just see him and go for whatever issue it was, you right. know, for having this bigger, almost medi spa, let's say experience before that was even a thing. And it's just a proud moment for me to like continue that momentum of not trying to work with ingredients because they're trending. Right. But with them, maybe because they're modern, but always because they're meaningful. Um, and, and incorporating, you know, looking at strategies and like the journey of a dark spot or the journey of an acne scar. That's probably one of my favorite products. Um, and that's, that's a newer Murad product. And, and then, oh my gosh, retinol that like, that's what I would say is my routine. I feel like retinol has like jumped into the scene in the last, I don't know, two years. Like, everyone now is like retinol, retinol, but like retinol is also one of those things that you cannot slap on your skin. Like read the directions, people like, like like figure out what you're going to do with it. It's so funny because it has been around forever. And you would think that, you know, maybe I would think like, okay, people know about retinol. Like this is kind of boring. Why retinol? People don't know. They don't know. They don't know how to use it. You, we might think we know. But we really don't know. And the cool thing about our retinol products, um, which are number one, actually, um, in the the U.S., our, our retinol formulations is that is exactly what we tackled. We were like, OK, we have if we do this, we have to address the drawbacks of irritation of a long time before you see results um, and maybe not necessarily being able to, like, slate it right into your regimen and start it every day. So right. we really this product and it's it's not about a power play on like a percent of retinol but it's really this like combination of ingredients and retinol technologies that allow us to deliver skin that's getting better every day not skin that has to get worse before it gets better we're gonna take a quick break but i have a retinol story that i want to tell you because i I need you to tell me like what i should have done and how to like return to retinol because it was a very We'll get into it. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Okay, we're back. It's very, it's very quick. Um, Okay, so here's a retinol story. Um, A few years ago, actually, it was exactly one year ago, I was... 
going to California. I was I was still living in New York. I was le- I was going to see my friends. Their son was turning one, and um, we decided to make a little trip out of it. Went to go to his little party. Um, and the night before, like we had a really early flight, and I tend to be kind of an anxious sleeper because I'm so afraid that I'm going to sleep through the alarm. So usually, like if I have a six a.m. flight at two a.m., I'm like buzzing around the house, and um, I like couldn't like figure out you know, how to fall asleep. And so it was like one of those things where I'm just committing, like I'm just awake now. And so I went into the bathroom and I was like, oh, I haven't tried like this, like this retinol thing that I bought. Like maybe maybe now at two o'clock in the morning before I have to go on a plane is the time (laughs) to try retinol. Um, So I did not read the directions. I did not YouTube anything. I know the face that Kristen is giving me right now through she's like grimacing. Um, I put I put the smallest amount, like the smallest pea drop of an amount on top of like, I think it was a breakout, like a pretty like a not a new breakout, like a moving through the breakout. And my skin, like, like, essentially burned off. Like it was so it was I don't because and I also had already done my whole entire skincare routine. So like there might have been something that it was reacting with and I didn't know. And it was like the most pain. Was it a prescription product? No, it was just like an over the counter. I'm not going to say which brand it was not Murad um, because it's not their fault. It's mine. Um, but it was like that was when I learned about, you know, reading directions and stuff. But like I. I don't it was the smallest amount and I think I had used retinol in the past and it was fine but then I realized I was like oh I can't believe my skin's reacting this way and then I realized I think it might be reacting with something else that I'm using so like I never went back to retinol because I'm afraid of like that it was so raw and it was so red and I felt so stupid and everyone was like wow like what happened like my close friends and my husband were like wow like what happened to your face and I was like nothing 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 happened but how do you incorporate like how do you bring something new like if you have a skin routine that works for you and you're like you know first I do this and then I do this and like I've been swearing by it and I feel good about it and it doesn't make my skin break out and you want to bring in something like a retinol or like a new product at all like how do you like introduce how do you like pick a product that like works with the other products that you have if you're kind of like doing you know multiple different brands yeah um, I, and I, I think that's the way that people like to shop for sure. They, they, they're, they aren't necessarily loyal, let's say to a regimen of Murad where they're using everything from our cleanser treatment to our step three, like moisturizers. That's of course what we would love <laughs> design around. But I think, uh, as it pertains to, um, introducing anything new into your regimen, um, I might, tr- I might recommend trying it if it's a treatment product. Keep your original cleanser. That's a rinse off, right? So mm-hmm. it's probably even less concerning in terms of any interactions. Um, I would t- I would try it at night. I would start at night with something new. If, for example, it's a retinol product, for sure, I would try it only at night um, at first, right? Because that is something that can make your skin more photosensitive. Um, so I don't know if after you put this on, were you also, I mean, you were catching a flight, so I don't think you were exposed or outside that much, but I, yeah, but then um, I went directly, but then, you know, you land in California and you're, you're directly in the sun. It was horrible. It was mm-hmm. like, so I, the whole time I was like holding my face, yeah, um, oh my goodness. like a big idiot, uh, the, but yeah. totally my fault. Like, I feel like, you know, yeah, I wonder if something else in that particular formula, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, irritated your skin because typically a retinol, you might be able to bear it for the, like the first, I, I feel like it, it would have probably taken maybe 24 hours to really have such a unique experience like that. <laughs> I'm not sorry because, because retinol has a horrible reputation yeah. for the skin, typically retinoic acid, something like a prescription, you know, retin-A or something from a derm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you used a small amount. Um, you, you said you used it on an area of like a breakout. Yeah. It was like hormonal acne, like along my jawline, right. um, which is usually, yeah. I have no cystic acne or like, I never had like acne as a teen. I yeah. only have had hormonal acne, which is like, not, I mean, nothing to brag about to never not have had an acne issue because hormonal acne is so horrible because it like, just like. And I want you to be comfortable with retinols again, because there couldn't be a better ingredient for me to recommend with hormonal acne. I know. I don't know why I tried to do it at 2 a.m. <laughs> and as you, as you get older too, I think, you know, retinol is one of these ingredients that's kind of. Uh, a workhorse in so many ways. It's not just about lines and wrinkles, um, but it's also a good skin brightening. It's good for, you know, acne and and breakouts and just sort of helping with that cell turnover. And honestly, it's something that I would, I highly recommend if somebody who's wanting to get serious about their skincare routine and they aren't necessarily um, thinking about pregnancy and they're not nursing um, because you do want to avoid retinols in those situations. Outside of that, um, it, it is, it's definitely what I, rec- it's the go-to ingredient that I would recommend. And so what I would say for you is I, I would try to reconsider it. I wouldn't layer it mm. over anything. I would only apply it to clean skin and I would make sure that I'm following it by like an uber rich barrier cream, something very hydrating. Um, and then I would probably for you, if, if it's that product again, I don't know if you would be courageous enough to try that particular one and I would do it and do that moisturizer. And then I probably wouldn't use it for three days or so and start stage gating yourself. Um, meaning you work up to the point where you can actually use it every night, mm-hmm. but for you, you just had, you had an instant, you know, pretty bad reaction. It was really, it was really crazy. And it's like, I have nothing, you know, I had nothing to, I could not defend my actions. Like yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm bored. Why don't I put this acid on my face? Um, if you get interested in it again, know that the Murad formulas in our clinical study, there were actually faces that were red at baseline. And then after like a week and two week of using a retinal product, they were less red. So I cannot speak highly enough about, obviously I work for the brand, but it's, it is really changing the game on mm-hmm. being able or end men being able to incorporate a retinol into their routine. And for most of the people in the way that we tested it, they're able to use it every night again, because it's not a power play on retinol, but it's the, the ability to leverage retinol and some technologies around it that enhance its renewing power without having, we sort of feed retinol and to the skin kind of in a cadence. So we're not creating an, an irritated skin, mm. but rather just sort of slowly um, engaging in this cell renewal and proliferation and brighter, smoother, you know, younger looking skin. And it even has claims in just two weeks, like a 93% of, of people seeing a reduction in wrinkles and some really drastic before and after images that you, you almost wouldn't believe that people are able to use a retinol product every night. But you do have to push through that like red, that redness stage. At, not with this product. Really? Really? 
sound serious about retinol, but I, because I, I feel like that sounds like a joke to say that, but <laughs> I even sell, you know, we're, we were doing um, products at, like in the UK market and the lighter Fitzpatrick's, if you have a propensity to burn, um, yes, everybody should be careful and, and definitely, you know, maybe even if you want to like patch test it in your inner arm first, but we tested it on people and we're getting really amazing success on these lighter Fitzpatrick's that do have a propensity to burn, to have that have skin, let's say that can be more sensitive and all skin can be very sensitive and sensitized by retinol. But we're, we're, we're able to use this every night without having to, to take, take time off. Wow. Um, and like a normal treatment. Now, again, Mirad are just about one ingredient. There are a lot of other co-stars, let's say, to these formulations that I think, you know, ceramides, for example, mm. in the delivery system of the retinol in there is like the ceramide shell. So you're getting like what might be offset, um, let's say like the, the effects of maybe retinol that can make your skin drier or flaky is all being offset by this formulation. So, yeah. and if to use a treatment product because it is maybe a bit more concentrated in a serum or a treatment. There's a night cream. We have like a retinol night cream. And maybe that's what I would recommend to you if you were like feeling courageous and willing to maybe consider a retinol again to consider the retinol youth renewal night cream. I mean, I would love to. It's it's like I just have to consider maybe like learning how to use it before I just slap it on my face yeah. and calling it a day. I yeah. think I wouldn't. I would not be like, I don't know that I would believe you if I did not love the neck cream, like as much as I yeah. do, cause like I, and also I have recommended it to people before, like I've le- recommended it on, on the show's Instagram and there, there are people, friends and strangers who have bought it on my recommendation. And that's when I get really nervous, right? Cause you're like, Oh my God, like, you know, I'm telling you to buy this, this $60 cream. And like, if it doesn't work for you, I'll feel really bad. And like, um, and n- no joke, like everyone came back and they were like, Oh my gosh, like I thought this was going to be snake oil. Like this is really, really good. So I'm like, okay, I will trust you now on the, on the retinol. Um, I just don't trust myself. (laughs) I mean, that's the problem. It's not trusting like any sort of brand. It's just like me being dumb. Well, it's fun to play and try. And (laughs) I probably one of those things that should have like a Mr. Yuck sticker on it for sure. (laughs) with caution. <laughs> so I have to know what product you brought um, to the show today. What did you come prepared Ooh. to evangelize? Okay. So I'm actually wearing them. Mm. Okay. So I um, am usually on a computer, um, let's say even before work from home um, at a desk, you know, in front of a computer screen. Now with work from home, um, I am constantly on a Zoom call, a, you know, some sort of version of um, a video webinar and at my computer from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. every single day. And I started to notice um, that I was getting really bad headaches. Uh, I didn't, I would feel really drained at the end of the day and I would get really bad headaches and I wasn't even relating it to like my eye care. Um, But I do wear contact lenses, um, but I, I, and I usually wear my contacts, but contacts are not providing blue light protection. So I invested, and it wasn't that big of an investment in these, um, blue light glasses. The particular brand probably doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, the shape of these, these are from Quay. Um, I think they were $55. Um, I ordered them online and they came in the mail fairly quickly and they have changed my life. They, I wear them all week. Um, because when, anytime I'm in front of my computer or my, um, iPhone, which now I'm 
attached to. Um, and they have just made a huge difference in really, I, I can't claim miracles here, but I, this, when I started using them, my headaches truly started to go away. And all I really? can do that too, is the fact that these lenses that sort of, you can sort of see they have like a yellow tint. Um, they're actually able to reflect the blue light back off of the lenses. And if I weren't in front of my computer every single moment, I'd probably say blue light you know, we're probably not getting that much exposure, but today's hectic lifestyles, today's work from home lifestyles being digitally dependent, um, these blue light emissions from things like our cell phones and our devices, our computers, um, actually do have the ability to, um, you know, penetrate in and create, even if we're talking about skincare products, you see a lot of like blue light claims there create oxidative damage, mm -hmm. um, only that actually with our eyes, uh, they, maybe you've read articles about this too. Like everybody before bed, what are we doing? We're on our phones, right. we're, we're Instagram, we're reading whatever it is on our, uh, Kindles and iPads and laptops or whatever. It actually plays a role in balancing, disbalancing, let's say making it out of balance, our circadian rhythms, mm. um, blue light can actually play a role in reducing like your mel melatonin production. Um, so it has this like physiological response and it can disrupt your sleep. Um, now that's unrelated to me wearing these glasses and <laughs> bad headaches, but, uh, these have been the best purchase. I've recommended them to all of my colleagues. Um, and then the other thing that I like about them is I have not been able to see, um, my, the girl, the person who does my eyebrows. So <laughs> disguise um, my big bushy eyebrows really well. So. As a glasses wearer, I totally relate to that. I'm like, oh, no one can see me now. Then like plus a mask and no one can like I'm totally invisible. Um, yeah. I love the shape of yours. Do they come in like different? Like, did you like pick yeah. the style? I did pick the style. It's so they really come cute. in a lot of different shapes and colors. Um, this particular shape, I think, comes in two or three colors. Mm. They're like a tortoise shell. They come in all black. Um uh, and I liked them because they, um, were specific for blue light. They weren't just like a frame that kind of looks cute. I know. I think, I feel like that's kind of a trend too. a lot right. of people, um, maybe that didn't need corrective. Um, I, I have really bad vision and I need the corrective, but, um, this was just simply, you know, a clear frame with the blue light protection coating. Yeah. Um, they have a huge selection. So, um, I, 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 these have been a game changer. They're really cute. I'm, well, I'm a glasses wearer. I have contacts. Um, I was really afraid of like touching my eye for a really long time. And, um, I think not, it was like four, four years ago, maybe, uh, I finally just like marched into the ophthalmologist and was like, I'm going to learn how to do this. And like, do not like, I, and I tried to leave after like 15 tries of not getting it. And the woman was like, call, like, call your boss. Like, you're not going back to work. Like, you are sitting here until you're done. Like, I sat there for three hours. Um, and, and finally I did it. And so now I can put my contacts in now. But I've realized that, like, and maybe this is something, and I want to know your take on it because maybe I'm like ignoring a very obvious thing. But when I wear glasses, in front of the computer, it doesn't give me a headache. But if I wear my contacts and I'm in front of the computer, like something about the prescription or like, 
I don't know, like contacts immediately feel so uncomfortable when I'm like sitting at my desk and working and I am uh, I'm nearsighted, so I can't see far away. And I wonder if like that has anything to do with it. But my fear with the blue light, the reason I've rejected the idea of getting blue light is because I do wear glasses. So like now I'm like, okay, maybe I should get a prescription pair of blue light glasses. Uh, So it's like but they have those. Right. I mean, they do have them. totally have those. Yeah. I, I do get headaches and I know it has to be because, you know, you tell your doctor you have a headache. Oh, yeah. They're like, how often are you on the computer? You're like all day. I mean, like, obviously yeah, all day. All day. <laughs> all day. We all are. I mean, now my kids are going to be on the computer all day. My daughter is only going to kindergarten, but the kindergarten is supplying her an iPad and oh she on her iPad from and I I am like anti screen time. So now I have to get used to Monday to Friday. From 8 a.m. to 11.45, she's supposed to be in class on via, you know, virtual learning and all of the different curriculum that comes that's like all via computer. Technology is great and I get it, but I I don't I worry severely of like, what is her vision going to be like 10 years from now? Like because of all of this exposure and eye strain and blue light emission, like I don't know. Mm -hmm. It is concerning. So I I. I hear you. I think we're all in that boat and it's, it's not just us now, but it's, it's these younger generations that like, this is from birth, what they are, are used to. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't on a computer 24 seven until I mean, definitely the last 10 years. Like, yeah. Cause yeah. you know, in college I had like a flip phone and, an, <laughs> and a laptop that had an ethernet cable. Like we weren't like carrying all this stuff around. Like you were just, yeah. Um, and I don't know that that, you know, I don't know that that was necessarily better. Like I probably would have appreciated more technology, but I don't think I've known. I don't think you realize because everyone else is doing it too. Like most of your waking hours are in front of a screen and it does disrupt sleep. Yeah. I know that because my sleep is incredibly disrupted. Um, do you sleep with your phone in your room? I hate to admit this, but yes, me too. Bad. I mean, it's so like, I'm, I'm not even talking to my husband at that point. I'm just like really into this zone of nothingness, not even reading something important most times, but just like scrolling through Instagram aimlessly Yep. And look up and two hours go by. And then I, I also can't sleep. Then mm. I'm like, just, it's jarring. I know I, I wake up and it's not a good night's sleep. So on the days where I say to myself, I'm like, no phones allowed in the room. Let's like, you know, plug them out in the hallway or downstairs in the kitchen or just somewhere else. It just feels better. Yeah. Just like the space I need to unplug. We all do. Um, and it's so hard to do it. It's like this instant gratification of like seeing something that just stimulates you. That's, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's addictive. Or also not, or also not gratification. Like sometimes I'm like an hour of scrolling all these like horrible headlines. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing to myself? Yeah. That too. Bad. Are you, can I ask you a question about parenting? Are you like, how do you feel about your daughter going to kindergarten via an iPad? How does that feel as a parent? Uh, You know, it's probably the way of the future, no matter what. Mm. I think that iPads incorporated into the curriculum along some stage, which is fine. I, you know, I, they, you got to get sort of used to it. When you mentioned flip phone, I still had a flip phone up until 2014. And I didn't even want at that point, it was like, okay, here's your Blackberry. And I was like, oh, I don't really want it. But anyway, I mean, they, they're life-changing for a lot of positive ways, but you know, I, it's going to be tough because I think I've even seen it in her. I've seen when um, she'll have like her iPad for a little bit. And I'm always like, okay, it's 
there's this cool app called endless alphabet and it's you like spell these words and these cool like little monster people are on it and it's a, a really good way to learn phonics mm-hmm. and for her she'd much rather watch some person in some part of the world unbox their new lego set and build lego houses and play you know pretend whatever it is and she can watch that for hours and and then her attitude the days that i feel like she's had that she's just like grouchier and whinier and i don't know what it is i i, I maybe it's just me like attack associating that kind of like ac- activity of her or her behavior of her with like that morning's too long of a session. Yeah. But even like working from home now more and more, my kids, both of them, even my three-year-old has had much more screen time than I would normally. Totally. Because I'm also very busy with my day job. Yeah. There's no other option. I mean, like, I, I think it's like you do what you have to do to, as long as they, you know, like feed them and change them and that, and, and whatever, you know, you got to do it. Like we're in a really, really weird situation. It's weird for parents. Totally. And the good thing about this technology and the iPads and phones, though, I have to say, would be like FaceTime right. the to see family that w- without COVID, I have family that lives far away. Now with COVID, there are so many people that we can't see that are just two miles away. Mm-hmm. Now we just do like FaceTime and th- that that has been huge. Huge. Yeah. I can't even imagine like going through this without being able to like connect with people, um, via technology. It's funny that you said you didn't want a smartphone. My dad, um, like really refused to get a Blackberry or an iPhone for like a really long time. And then finally, like his work, like, you know, paid for whatever. But I was always like, I didn't understand it at all because I was so new to, you know, my entry level position when I started working. And he was like, I don't want that. Like, if I have a smartphone, then they can make me work 24 seven, like, because they'll know, like, I'm available. He's like, I don't want to be available 24 seven. You're constantly plugged in. Yeah. It's exhausting. I, I, and I'm old fashioned already as it is. And now this is like, oh man. Yeah. I, I like technology has given me a lot. I really love, like having access to it but there are times where I'm like you know Taylor Swift comes out with like a brand new album she's like yeah I wrote it in during quarantine I'm like what did I do nothing yeah (laughs) what if I accomplish I didn't write an album that's why I love the fact that podcasts are a thing like I still listen to my radio my car doesn't have any I don't have anything fancy in there and I love just listening to like NPR and then podcasts like have blown up Mm -hmm. I, I I love it. What do you it, listen in? What do you listen to? What are your favorite podcasts? Um, there's a one, um, one that I love called um, "Where Brains Meet Beauty." Oh, okay. I'm looking. And it it's up. also based out of New York. Fun. Um, is it where brain, beauty meets brains? Shoot. Oh, I see know. where brains meet beauty. I'm, I'm, brains I'm meet. looking it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, that, Derma Flash. Wait, uh, is that like uh, a, is that their last guest? Jody? No. Oh, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Dara yeah. Levy was on um, Where Brains Meet Beauty, which I love Dermo Flash. Oh, yeah, this is cool. And I like their yeah. colors. It's been, it's been a really cool, like, they share stories, just like these, per- like what you're doing, like these personal stories of like people working in the beauty industry and the skincare industry, people that have made like giant changes in their life, people, how, how they're balancing X, Y, and Z with like their work and how may, they may have been inspired by something, how they got started, like really good content that just feels really applicable to me. And then, of course, I I think what when I really all started it was that um, NPR podcast, the Serial mm-hmm. Serial, yeah. yeah, that's I where I started it. listening to for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like walking around listening to about murder. 
Just yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a really funny yeah. time when everyone was listening to Serial. Like everyone was listening to Serial. Everyone. That's when, I feel like podcast just like blew up. <laughs> it's funny because like the OG podcast people will be like always, you know, turn their nose up at that. Everyone being like the first podcast I ever listened to is Serial. But honestly, the first podcast I ever listened to was Serial. And I remember like being on the subway going to work in the morning, and it was always just kind of like a fun unifying experience to like look to the person yeah. in your right they're listening to that week's episode look the person you're left they're listening to last week's episode and it's like oh like this is fun um yeah I remember I struck up a conversation with the woman sitting next to me because we were like it was kind of also around the time when the subway was like breaking down every two seconds so you'd get on the subway you'd go two stops and then you'd sit there for 20 minutes and wait and like I just struck up a conversation with the woman next to me who was listening to serial and then we got into like these big like conversations about it, and the guy across from us was like I think he did it and we were like all talking about it it was kind of like a really crazy cultural moment it really it was it's it it was it's cool too to think about I feel like for me it was like nostalgic almost like my grandmother would just like listen to radio and if I was at her house I would just she would talk radio on and it felt like this like old forum but that now is very fashionable and very helpful and useful people can listen you know maybe they don't have time to necessarily tune into something like, well, here's what it is too. We're doing something else. Yes. While we're tuning in. Yeah. That's actually what it is. It's a good multitasking yeah. platform. Yeah. Um, yep. I feel that way too about it when uh, the holidays are, are here and like, you know, your your local like adult alt rock station becomes the 24 7 Christmas station and like I just I love that and like I love hearing the ads and like some people like they're like oh like I had a friend once we were in the car we were listening to that station and and she was like you know there's like a bunch of like Christmas music playlists on Spotify and I'm like no I like the ads like I love Uh the ads where they're like you want to get a Honda like you come down to Dave's Honda like I just love like yeah I want some color um I know I love the radio I love it and I love I podcasts are perfect for driving and like for road trips I'm trying to think of like my favorite ones that I've listened if you liked cereal did you listen to in the dark um so I feel like after cereal I ha- I might have like had my second kid somewhere. Sure, sure, sure. Doing like I was lucky if I like was brushing my. <laughs> so I have really come. I'm I'm sort of out of. I'm almost completely out of the dark side now. But... I'm gonna send you some idea if you liked cereal. There's like because you know everyone started doing true crime after cereal. Everyone was oh, like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. But there was one yeah. in the dark season one. Um, which was like write yeah, write it down. I'll I'll also send you an email with some of my recommendations. But there's right. like. It was one of those podcasts where um, I was making up excuses to well, this is also when I lived in New York, so I didn't have a car. I was like, I'm going for a walk and I would go like just walk for two hours just to listen. Just yeah. And it was and it's so, so good. Um, yeah, no, there's okay. it's endless. And it, you're right. It's a thing that you can put on like while you're doing the dishes and while you're like cleaning. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm like very weird and I'll put on like episodes of Gilmore Girls or like shows that I've already seen while I'm doing all of yeah. that stuff because I like to hear the familiar voices. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely, I completely hear you. Anything. Well, and now we're tuning into things like that. If you're in California, this is the one of the best states I feel like to do road trips. Yes. There's so much, like the topography, even if you go to Northern California or Big Sur, if you've never been to Big Sur, it is majestic. Mm. Just gorgeous giant pine trees meet the ocean and these cliffs and like I'm so excited for you because you've got like a lot of cool just discovery ahead yeah 
but California is amazing. And even like being in Santa Monica, I mean, you, you just got here, but like you'll have plenty of road trips to listen to all these podcasts. I too. know. I'm so excited. Right. It, I'm, that's like I'm like cultivating my podcast playlist like the second that like things open up and we can like go yeah. places that aren't just like the middle of nowhere. I'm yeah. I just want to just drive the entire state. It's amazing. I'm in for it. We're going to take another quick break. And when we're back, I'm going to ask my most crucial question about skincare to Kristen. Stay with us. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay, we're back. So, Kristen, as we're wrapping this up, you know, skincare is expensive and like, you know, building a regimen and then replacing all your products like that can be like a lot of money. And right now, a lot of people are like, sometimes skincare is not going to make the cut. Like some people have lost their jobs, like the employment, uh, the unemployment benefits are running out this week. Um, It's just like a dire situation. Skincare for a lot of people, I think, can be viewed as sort of like a superfluous thing, you know, self-care becomes self-care in the form of like spending money to, to perform self-care becomes superfluous. But say that you have like 50 bucks and, or like a Sephora gift card for 50 bucks. And you're like, okay, like what, what do I get? Like, and Murad aside, like you don't even have to name a brand, but is it like, okay, I want to get like one, like great, like high end, you know, product are you getting a moisturizer are you getting vitamin c like what like what is like worth spending that money on and why like what what should people be looking for yeah i would say i mean it certainly depends on what your skin concerns are sure if we're just generalizing um and you you're trying to stretch that dollar to like what big bang for your buck Mm -hmm. go after a treatment product um that way you know go with whatever your cleanser and whatever moisturizer to anchor it. Um, but your treatment product is going to be kind of that leave on skincare product. That's going to treat your skin concern and ideally help with like your skin overall. If, if if, let's say you're shopping any brand. Um, and I would probably say, I mean, I know we talked about retinol a little bit earlier and it can be really scary. Um, (laughs) I do feel like because it's such a a, a tried and true workhorse and it's not just for lines and wrinkles, but it can be just for healthy skin overall, or even with um, maybe breakouts or kind of um, irritable skin. uh, I I feel like I would probably go for some sort of retinol serum, but you got to be really careful about which one you're picking up because you really want to have one that is um gonna respond your skin's gonna respond well too and you're gonna follow the usage instructions um right i think i think that a good retinol would be what i would recommend across the decades um it's preventative it's corrective um it's multifunctional it's a very powerful uh, of molecule that that really has true science behind its ability to help um the skin Mm -hmm. um other good ingredients to sort of look out for another great one, let's say is niacinamide. Maybe, um, you, you haven't tried a vitamin B, uh, 
three ingredient, a niacinamide product, but that's actually very, again, talking about multifunctional. If you're shopping bang for your buck, you want to go after something that is a multifunctional ingredient. Um, and niacinamide is actually really good with pores and sebum, um, building ceramides back into the skin. So it's kind of good for barrier. It's good for acneic skin. Um, so I'd, I'd probably look for some of those workhorse ingredients, mm -hmm. um, but it's really about final formulation too. You know, if, if it's, if you're just going to get hyaluronic acid, uh, a solution that's, you know, just hyaluronic acid, which I see a lot of brands kind of do this one singular ingredient. That's not the full picture. That's one part of it. And that's a great ingredient, but it's never the full picture. And I, that's what I like about the Murad formulations is they're very well-rounded and it's kind of a cohort of ingredients that are working for not only that targeted skin concern and really understanding it, but the health of the skin overall. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's what I would shop for. I would go into Sephora and I would, I would shop for uh, a skincare um, serum okay. or, or a, sort of a treatment product. Nowadays, there are lots of moisturizers that have treatment benefits, certainly in Murad that we have that as well. So I'm a little bit torn. But is that like um, a real thing, though? Like, I mean, I just feel like everything right now is like vitamin C, hyaluronic acid. Like, I don't know what I'm looking at. And and whenever anyone asks me for like to talk about skincare and stuff, I'm like, I don't know, like skin is really specific and skincare is yeah. really expensive. And so I'm not going to go tell you to buy like a, you know, $150, like La Mer or whatever. But like, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, is, is there something that like, you know, maybe, maybe retinol is it like something that can be good for everyone if, if using it correctly. Yeah. I, that, I would say retinol, um, good for everybody if using it correctly. Also, if not pregnant or nursing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I would, I mean, water loss, Aging equals water loss. If you look at a baby's skin and they're so plump and perfect, their composition is a lot more water than we are today. If you were in a room of a hundred different people for, I don't care where they're from and I don't care their age. Um, and you ask them, you know, do you think your skin is more dry today than it was three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, everyone is going to raise their hand. So you know, I, I think hydration is mm. actually really important as well. Um, a good moisturizer, moisturizing at night. Uh, I wouldn't even say you have to shop in Sephora for your moisturizer. I think, especially if you're trying to like stretch that dollar and, sure. you know, your treatment product comes from there and you find a good moisturizer um, elsewhere, but take advantage of night as well. Like that's when our skin's barrier, um, is most permeable. So we're more susceptible to water loss and dehydration at night. Mm. Um, so using a good moisturizer at night actually can go a really far way. And I can't ignore SPF. I mean, now, now right. look at, I haven't even picked one product. We're talking about three things already. Um, especially living in California. I'm from, <laughs> I don't think my parents ever put sunscreen on me as a child. Um, wow. I also had really oily skin. Um, and I think that was like the upside of having acne and oil is that 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 high sebum production just kind of helped preserve some of um, pliability in my skin that I know coming to California and, and even seeing my husband, you know, hit his skin and he's young. He's a year younger than me mm -hmm. here. It's so dry. And you're constantly in the sun. Yes. That premature aging will set in, I think, so much faster than you're if, in the, if you're in the Northeast. Yeah. So for you coming from New York to California, 
please wear your sunscreen. Don't care what kind it is. I love all mineral sunscreens. Mm -hmm. Murad has an amazing one called City Skin SPF 50. It's really thin. Mm. Um, a lot of good protection, anti-pollution blue light, actually. And, and then it's an SPF. Uh, yeah, it's an SPF. So UVA, UVB. Um, but do use a sunscreen uh, no matter where you are. But that's a huge... Um, and you have to like it. That's the thing. Like you have to like the way it feels on your skin. If your skin is oily and it just feels occlusive and it makes you look even more shiny, then you're yeah. never going to sunscreen. So you have to find the right one. That was the thing that I was going to say is like, you know, so many of my memories as a kid, like when I think of sunscreen, I think of my mom basically like holding me down and like smearing yeah. copper tone all over my body yeah. and just feeling sticky and then going to the beach and all yeah. the sand sticks to your body. Like technology yeah, has, Im skincare has improved. Like you can find moisturizers with SPF in it. Like you can find yeah. like no weight mineral SPF. Like there's totally. the SPF I use, like you can't even feel, I use like a Kula um, sunscreen yeah. and like, oh my gosh, you yeah. can't even feel it. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Like that was not a thing growing up like I didn't start using sunscreen as like you know the uh, the thing I put on every day until I don't know maybe like four or five years ago yeah it, it definitely makes it makes a huge difference and it's like even it's like damage you can see most times you can see right if you if you have a tan, if you get a tan the damage has, has been done but even sunspots dark spots um you know it's kind of it, even for those people who it's kind of all like what you see and what you don't see too, mm. um, with, with sun damage. Um, and it can take some time to really set in. And so sun protected skin versus un sun protected or non sun protected skin. There's a, there's a big difference. Yeah. You, there's even like cool studies of like twins, one that lives in Florida and one that lives in Ohio and the one in Florida is in the sun all the time. And she smokes cigarettes oh, versus and in Ohio, who's just not in the sun as much, and maybe she wears a sunscreen, and she's a non-smoker. Right. Huge difference in their skin. Yeah. So there's a. That's why I love this field so much. I mean, a constant student. Yeah. <laughs> fascinating, and we don't realize it. Most people maybe don't, but our skin is our body's largest organ. Right. It's our first line of defense. Um. You know, it to the climate, to to microbes invasion. It's it's. It's something that we really do need to take care of. Yeah. Um, and it, it can reflect our health and well-being as well. And I think that's the cool thing with Murad is we also think about that emotional aspect. Um, and so if we're thinking positively or we're taking care of ourselves and steps to understand that mm. the most important person in our lives is is us, right? Uh, like we have to take care of ourselves first before we can truly be the best version to take care of anybody else. And it's hard to do. It's really hard to do. It is. Um, and, and, and that's, that's an aspect that we believe is really an important pillar to how your skin looks. And it sounds kind of silly, but it's, it's certainly related that these bio factors. I would have thought it sounded silly, but now I want to be buried <laughs> with that neck cream. I just want to be like tossed in the coffin with like a thousand <laughs> things of neck cream. Cause I'll look like an amazing corpse. Um, oh, I it, love that you love that it product. is so great. Like it is magic and I it only like also like doubly confirmed when people were like you're right it's working and I love it right. um I am so so thankful that you came on the show today I'm like so happy to have talked to you and I feel like I like am walking away with so much more knowledge about retinol among lots of things but like <laughs> now I feel like I really want to 
like build a, I have a skincare routine but now I want to go like examine it and see like what I'm missing and also how my New York skin routine is going to be different from from my yeah. California skin routine California. so I have work ahead of me um Kristen and your blue light blocking glasses I'm so so happy that you came on the podcast tell everyone where they can follow you online or um learn more about Murad products Absolutely. So um, obviously Murad.com would be an amazing place um, to to see sort of our products and learn about the brand and the philosophy. We also have an awesome, you know, Instagram. What is it called? Handle or Instagram? Handle. Yeah. Yeah. So Murad Skincare. Perfect. Um, easy. I'm on there from time to time as well. Um, giving different little like uh, technical series, let's say, or scientific engagement series on different products or ingredients. Um, so you might see me there as well as, uh, other product information and just, um, different, uh, thoughts from the Mirad brand. So check us out in both places. I love it. Kristen, thank you so much, um, for, for coming. And also we will probably check in with you in a few months after we've all okay. been getting rid of our, our necklines and, and we'll, ne- and then we'll find out exactly what you're using to be Benjamin buttoning through life okay. back to <laughs> back to birth. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This was super fun. Um, I really appreciate it. And so it was a, it was a big pleasure. Thank it, you. It was my pleasure. And thank you everyone for listening. You can follow G thanks just bought it on Instagram at G thanks just bought it pod in between episodes. We talk about products that we didn't talk about on the episodes. We share product recommendations. We talk about what we're buying, what we're not buying, what we love, what we don't love. And I would love to see you there. There's also a uh, newly um, created Facebook group. So just search G thanks, just bought it on Facebook and you can follow the group there. You can just have G thanks, just bought it 24 seven, which is exactly how I want all of you to live. So we will see you next week for another episode. Bye.